Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, at CBUS, we're building a new future for all of us. By building new projects in property, investing in infrastructure, and putting millions into Australian businesses, we're not only helping to create around 100,000 jobs, we're strengthening the economy. And with a history of strong, long-term performance, we're building a better, more secure future for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. This is the final word, India Daily, with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. Day five of the Sydney test, and it was a thriller, a highly memorable one. We're coming to you from Melbourne because we're stuck here because of the plague, but Adam Collins is going to tell you about what happened in 30 seconds or less. Before I do that, I'm going to tell you where we are, because if you're watching on YouTube, you might wonder why you're getting your hair cut in a barber's chair. That's because with my barber, people often say (laughs) that I have the best hair in Melbourne and or London. And that I have the worst hair next to you. Because. And that's because Kizzy looks after me and has done for many years. And she's got a new shop in Smith Street called Kenneth Jeffries. And your name's Jeffrey. So you're the man getting the haircut. Yep. Kenneth Jeffries at the top. Well, what would you call it? What number 332 Smith Street? I got it right. And Kizzy On the Johnson is Street the, corner, the true Smith Street. Kizzy is the artist behind my hair mm. and today yours. So that's why we're here. And it's iconic as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to tell you what happened in 30 seconds. Well, it's appropriate because today was a close shave. It, that, that it was, Jeff. And it was a phenomenal finish. What a brilliant c- conclusion to a controversial test match. Uh, India save it. They ended up only losing three wickets on the final day. Rahane within 10 balls of the resumption. Richard Punt, outstanding, 97. He fell when he was pushing towards 100. Uh, shortly thereafter, Pajara lost his off stump to a Hazelwood snorter. But after that, Hanuma Vahari, Ravachandra and Ashwin, the way they batted together for well over three and a half hours. Just phenomenal resilience from an Indian team who've earned the one-all scoreline moving to Brisbane in a couple of days. Very good. They have earned it, and I think that's the key part of it. The, you know, the real underlying facts of this test match was just how hard they fought on that last day. 258 balls, that partnership between yep. Ashwin and Vahari. Didn't bother scoring. At one point, Vahari had the second slowest 100 balls faced in test history <laughs> um, after, uh, after a three from 100 balls that happened in 1963. And, and he blew that a little bit at the end. They played a few shots in the last couple of overs once they knew they were safe. But the bruising they got from Australia's quick bowlers, Vahari was out there with a pinged hamstring, which, <laughs> you know, you can't be neglected. He couldn't run. He couldn't play many shots. And they just sat there for hours and hours and blocked it out. It was extraordinary. It was like five days of test cricket 
in the space of mm. six and a half hours or whatever it was today. It was it, there's so much yeah. to go through. The fact that when Rahane gets out early, they promote Rishabh Pump. Second we, over of the day. We weren't even sure Rishabh was going to bat yesterday. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a, a point of controversy around the fact that he wasn't fit to wicket keep, yet he was fit to bludgeon 97 in about 120 yeah. balls with about. Well, that was a day later, and he'd had a, a, a day. Sh- to rest. Sure enough, but nevertheless, I guarantee that will be a point that of frustration to some who watched the final day. But when you look at the way he took on the Australian attack, especially Nathan Lyon. It reminded me of the way that Lyon would not struggle on final days at the start of his career, but he didn't have that magic and that gold dust that we talked about yesterday on the show. And Punt took advantage of that, taking him down the ground, using his feet, and that's the way he plays. So yes, he falls 3-1 short of a century, but he played that way through the duration of his innings and was successful for the majority of the time. And the fact that we went to lunch with all four results on the table after arriving this morning with really two results on the table is purely down to his innovation. Pajara doing his thing as always down the other end. He married up the slowest half century in his career two days ago with his third slowest half century in his career today. So he did as was required. He ended up taking over from Punt three boundaries in consecutive balls off Pat Cummins. I think it was after Punt was dismissed uh, off the line. That's right, yeah. But But when you look at it from the start of the day or even the start of the innings, India was set 407, you know, yeah. almost a record chase. That was 305 when they started the last day. They were already two wickets down. They had a couple of players who were up, we thought wouldn't be able to bat in Pant and Jadeja. So they were maybe eight out, all out. And Rahane gets out in the second over of the day. And everything you and I spoke about last night was if Pajara and Rahane can bat for, say, two sessions, exactly. they might save the game. Exactly. Rahane's gone second over of the day, caught at short leg. And I was just thinking, well, this is going to be over shortly, you know, this this can't last. Rishabh Punk comes out and just says, well, if I sit here and defend for a couple of hours, I'll nick one eventually and get out. So I'm going to take Nathan Lyon down and started hitting sixes off him. And it did throw Nathan Lyon off. It did throw the Australians off because they didn't really know what to do in the face well, of it, even though they were 300 ahead. They wouldn't have anticipated that. Yeah. They wouldn't have thought that on a day where they expected India to be hunkering down for the draw, that there'd be that kind of counter-attacking attitude taken. Now, Punt has done this before in the fourth innings on the fifth day at the Oval in 2018, when he and Kale Rahul looked like they were going to chase 450 down at one point in the final test of that series. So they, perhaps they should have, with the benefit of hindsight, expected this kind of rearguard. But it was such sweet hitting. It was such a joy to commentate in clearing the ropes time and time again. And then just when you're thinking, I think it was 150 to go or something. That's when he gets out, Pajara shortly thereafter. And then the entire complexion of the test match changes. Fahari tears his hamstring. He can't run. Therefore, runs are no longer an issue. It comes down to survival. And one of those last sessions that you don't get too often in modern test cricket, we don't often play into the 15th session, mm. uh, you know, as much as we would necessarily like to, as much as would, would have been the case a generation or two ago. But when we do get that opportunity, it's, it's to be savoured. And India didn't just have to fight against, you know, potential of being eight out, all out. You know, the fact that they lost wickets last night, lost their captain this morning. Injuries all through the squad, mm-hmm. um, having... I'm sure gone through a lot of turmoil over the last 24 hours with respect to the the allegations that were made about the claims from over the fence yesterday and all the rest of it. That would have been brutal for them looking through social media this morning. The fact that they were hammered so badly in Adelaide going back to before Christmas. I mean, this is such a stoic, resilient, powerful Indian team. And this was all of those bits combined and that last session was just glorious. So Pant makes that 97 and gets out going for another big one, um, big 
skewed edge to backward point that gets claimed. And then Pajaro gets bowled not long before the tee break with an yep. absolute beauty from Josh Hazelwood that angles in at him, seems away massively, takes his off stump. There's nothing he could do about it. He was on 77. Yeah, and that's, in the, and that's in the 89th over. Yeah. And they've got to face 132. It became 131 because they shook hands with one to go. But there is such a long way to go to the finish line. And Ashwin, who hasn't been anywhere near as effective with the bat in test cricket in the last three years as he had been in the previous three. Judasia busted thumb Sitting bat if required. up ready to come in if he has to but doesn't want to. And a tail going into this test match which averaged six for the last three wickets yeah. in Australia over the last two tours. I mean it could easily have been over in half an hour after Pajara went. Easily. Yeah. And it looks like it might be. And these were the shifts that we had because just before Rishabh Pant got out they needed 157 to win at that point and they could have done it at three and over. They still had 51 overs left, I think. So the Indian win looks almost probable at that point. You thought if Rishabh makes yeah. another 40 or 50 and Pajara makes another 20 or so with him, then they're within probably 80 runs of the win and they totally. can get it. Those two fall in not quick succession, but quick enough. And suddenly it's like India will lose this test match. It's just a matter of when. But there were so many moments throughout the day. And, and we haven't mentioned the Australian bowlers yet who I thought Mitchell Stark had a really ropey day, but aside from that, they worked so hard. Nathan Lyon created a lot of chances. He did. He had two catches put down off Rishabh Pant early behind the wicket by Tim Payne. He had umpteen other chances that were inside edges that landed in space, LBWs that weren't quite given that might have been clipping the stumps. He had that many possibilities. And then Josh Hazelwood bowled beautifully, as did Pat Cummins, who was... Was Pat Cummins underbolt? He bowled 17 overs today out yeah. of 98. Yeah. Was that, was that well, not enough? On the whole, he bowled 26 well. overs and so did Hazelwood Stark bowled 22, yeah. line 46. But you, you would imagine that Cummins with the, the engine to bowl long spells mm. may have bowled more he didn't bowl in the final. Spell. He bowled five to start the day and then never more than four. And we've seen him yeah. bowl eight or ten on the reel before. We have. And the number one bowler in the world on the last day, 17 overs out of 98, is what, a sixth? It just, yep. something about it didn't stack up. Yeah, and look, it was after see when Hazelwood and Cummins were bowling a ferocious spell. We saw Ashwin Copper blow to the ribs. He, you know, on another day, he might have left the field. Mm. Uh, we already mentioned Vahari's torn hamstring. The drop catch of Abbott just at forward square leg, which, I mean, it was half chance, but nevertheless, it was a chance that went down. And then, really, in the final 45 minutes, when you get into that desperation stage, Tim Payne went the other way and thought there was lots of chat around the bat all day. Matthew Wade, Manus Labuschagne, and the usual suspects, Payne involved as well. But Payne went really hard at Ashwin and really personal, and it looked bad. Um, as, as our colleague Dan Cherney pointed out on Twitter, a couple of years ago when things didn't go Tim Payne's way, he blamed the curator. A couple of weeks ago when things didn't go Tim Payne's way, he blamed the officials. And today when things weren't going Tim Payne's way, he acted in a way that was thoroughly out of step with the new Australia that we were told all about after Newlands. And I'm not saying that that repudiates all the work that went into rebuilding the reputation mm. after what happened in 2018, but it certainly felt like an enormous contrast between what we saw in that CA documentary last year that was on Amazon compared to what we saw from... Tim Payne in the final half an hour today with Ravichandra and Ashwin who, yeah. you know, backed away a couple of times and wouldn't face up while Payne was in at him. And I'm sure there'll be more scrutiny over some elements of that. I don't want to go into it right now, but that was, uh, that was part of, a big part of the final stanza. Yeah, well, I mean, that was Payne losing his rag. And he, start, yes. he started in at Ashwin because, because he pulled away once and then wouldn't stop talking about, it. you know, I can't wait to get you up to the Gabba, that kind of faux intimidating stuff. And then yeah. going on at him about 
how nobody likes him and his team. It's pretty schoolyard. No one likes you. And then, oh, you couldn't get an IPL team and all the rest of it after Tim Payne's many successful IPL seasons, obviously. Yeah, it, yeah. It, none of it sat right. And then uh, say something like, oh, I have to at India, actually, average over 60 there. It was just like, it, it was really... It was, I mean, it was like rent. Nothing, like... It wasn't egregious, but it yeah, was... Yeah, nothing it thoroughly looks, egregious, it petty. But, but... Yeah, it looks petty and it looks out of step with the team that we're told that Tim Payne's been cultivating over yeah. the last couple of years. That's probably the more the more stark part of that mm. and that response is palpable you look at anyone that watched that today because the stump mics were up so bloody loud this week mm. we got a running commentary for the, the whole test match and he knows that you know he's used that to his advantage he before has. he knows that people can hear him so I think that was a loss of control that showed that he knew they weren't going to get the win yeah. and he was already getting furious about it a word for Mitchell Stark who, who finally bowled a really good spell right at the end he did because he was he was leg sideish all day he just wasn't on he was bowling slow and then at the end he came around the wicket as he so often does later in a match with an older ball and was getting it to reverse a bit and was getting it to move and bowled some searing deliveries that almost took the off stump and almost took the edge. And we did take the edge of Ahari late. That's the one. And, Payne puts the, and that's the over after Payne's up in Ashwin's business. Mm. Stark gets the edge of Ahari. Payne moving to his right. Third chance down yeah. from him of the day. I mean, the first two offline early on, they stick or they don't when you're up to the stumps to the off spin. You know, I mean, you'd expect that There'll be criticism of it, but you know you can kind of understand that some of them go in, some of them don't. Yep. That third one he should have taken. It's a catch to the wicketkeeper if well, his capacity should take it. It's every also time. a catch he took off first slip because that was carrying it comfortably to David Warner at first yeah. slip if he left it alone. I, I so suppose why, so, why but, why but it is the keeper's catch. I think late in the day when you're moving across, I think that's the right the right thing for him to have done. All, but you, you don't jump across and spoil it. So yeah. you know that will be. And no one means to drop a catch. By the way, it's not like sort of a, a character assassination to say he should have taken it. It's more more just like yeah, it stood out that he had a bad day behind the stumps yeah. when Australia needed him to have a good day behind the stumps. I think at that point there was 9.1 overs to go yeah. and I don't think they would, were going to get through. I think even India's tail would have found a way to get through that with, with Ashwin out there but maybe not. I guess 9 overs is just I mean, Judasia probably wouldn't have been able to have held the bat properly and then the, the three, I mean, we saw Saini batting at 9 a couple of days ago, wanted nothing yeah. of it then uh, Boomer and Siraj but I suppose we, the fact is we never know and again, it comes back to that that bounce back ability uh, that we've seen from India throughout the course of the series since 36 all out yeah. and even that test match they won more sessions than they'd lost until that stage and I mean I think that they have as I mentioned off the top they've really earned the next test they've earned the decider at Brisbane yes a ground where Australia does so well but they've earned the opportunity to go there and win the series well I was glad to hear that Steve Smith has taken on the line that I've been pushing about you know divergent timelines that you can't predict what would have happened if you changed something in the past yes he said we put some catches down today that may have made a difference it may not Spot on, Steve Smith. You don't know. And, and he's embraced that, which I'm very glad to see. Um, but India going to Brisbane, I suppose we'll talk about this um, after the break in just a sec when we throw forward, but they don't have uh, a whole lot of troops left. But we'll, we'll come to that in a moment. That sounds good to me. Word about our sponsors, C-Bus Superannuation. Uh, we're doing this through the lens of what happened when you played cricket, Adam, because you played a lot more than I did. When you went out to bat, what was your level of protective equipment? As I got deeper into my career, uh, I kind of went both ways. I'd occasionally bat in a hat, which was ridiculous, and sometimes I'd walk out in a chest guard and an arm guard when playing up the higher grades, and I would get bullied and teased mercilessly, and fair enough too. <laughs> so, so I pretty much impl- entirely play pub cricket, where you're not supposed to bowl bouncers, that's a dangerous ball but that also means perversely that no one wears helmets because they're like oh well you can't bowl a short ball but you're also like yeah but none of you can play like none of you can hit the ball as we've been talking about a little bit on the final word recently actually in an ideal world 
you use your bat to defend yourself or you get out of the way, but it's not always that straightforward. Yes, it's also about uh, knowing what might go wrong and when the best laid plans do go astray and having the appropriate protection. <laughs> Is this the bit when you link to the fact that CBUS offers flexible and affordable insurance options to people working in the building, construction and allied industries? It's almost like you've got the same script that I do. It is that bit, and you have to make sure you have the right cover. And to do that, you can log into your CBUS account and review your options. This is the thing you can do if you have that cover. Uh, disclaimers are that this information is general in nature to consider if CBUS is right for you. And to find out more about those insurance products, you go to cbussuper.com.au. You get a PDS that has the information for you. And I don't know if I'm supposed to read this bit out, but if you're interested, CBUS's trustee is United Super Proprietary Limited, ABN 46006261623. CBUS's ABN, however, is C75 493 363. 262 and their AFSL, which I assume is something you ask someone on the internet, AFSL, <laughs> is 233792. So I hope if you've written down those numbers in case you need them. Visit cbussuper.com.au forward slash the final word. Sort out your super. Back so, to the show. Sort it out. Sort it out, mate. It's the final word, India Daily with Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins and Kizzy at the Barbers doing, doing our best. I'm just, I'm just trying to get through the days, honestly. Now, the Hall of Fame, India, the India Daily Hall of Fame, Adam, this is where we nominate a person or a thing that, that caught our eye today. These aren't our Player of the Day nominations because that has to be a joint effort from Vahari and Ashwin. And yeah, other, other and punts. And, and punt, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a three-way tie, isn't it? But I thought... And Pajara. But the way that Ashwin came out after tea got absolutely bombed. Yep. Not in the outer suburban way that we would understand that to mean, but got <laughs> barraged by the short pitch bowling. Bahari's hamstring was gone, and Ashwin just took all of the bowling. He'd take a single from the last ball of most overs and keep facing it. He got hit umpteen times. Oh, he got and, smashed and on the arm, the gloves, the ribs. He was deeply uncomfortable, and he wrote it out. On top of that, the idea that they managed to manipulate the situation where Ashwin didn't face a ball of pace for 10 overs. So clever. Mm. You know, the way they worked that situation. That t- Tim Payne had a deep point out through that whole stretch of time. They were never taking a single. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they repeatedly turned it down. One leg. <laughs> Hall of Fame nominees. I'm going to nominate Test Cricket. Okay. Five-day Test Cricket. I mean, you don't get this kind of finish if we eliminate the fifth day as some are prone to su- suggesting mm-hmm. from time to time. I'm not against some four-day Test Cricket in the right circumstances, as we've discussed on the Final Word weekly show from time to time. But you don't get finish like today, which are thoroughly absorbing. The entire cricketing nation was riding every last moment of today. Not just in Australia, the entire cricketing public around the world for that matter. Isn't that a wonderful thing? And that's what you get. And that's why, I mean, you know, people don't necessarily understand unless it's in their blood. But this today was the, was the sort of day that, that people will think about and reflect upon and treasure for many, many years. And they'll always remember how brave India were uh, when they were meant to be cooked. And when else would you be enthralled by watching a guy score six off 100 balls? Exactly. Or what did he end up with, 19 off 141 or 23 from 161 balls and Ashwin was 39 from yep. 128 when they shook hands. So at one point, as I said, he had the second slowest strike rate of anyone who'd faced 100 balls or more. He ended up blowing that all the way out to 38th on the list by the, <laughs> by the time he hit a couple of boundaries. One like boundary took him from second to seventh at one point. Yeah. I saw my uh, spreadsheet update the automatically. The uppercut over the slips when he, he almost accidentally played an uppercut just out of instinct yes. and then he was like scolding himself because he, he couldn't help it. But that was extraordinary. But I think my whole 
Hall of Fame moment is the, the handful of deliveries that happen and then the bookends being Tim Payne going feral at Ravi Ashwin and then dropping the catch what, an over or two later. That was, you know, I, I like Tim Payne. I'm a backer of Tim Payne, but he deserved that. He did. I like Tim Payne as well. I think Tim Payne's been a, a really important captain for the Australian cricket team. He lowered his colours today and that should be, you know, for being a, a good captain of the side and, and for having done a great job in the transition period and for having been the player of the match in Adelaide, all of that remains true, as does the fact that he didn't handle things well today. Yeah, he, he was angry at the fact that it wasn't going to go his way and, and he knew it. So that's, that's my Hall of Fame. Does that work? This works. It's, okay. it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, we, we, I think mostly, though, I want to celebrate today because today was great. Yeah, today was exceptional. You and I are going to go to Brisbane in a couple of days. We are. Get there We're two of the match. only people going. <laughs> None of the television crews are going, and I reckon that I'm the only radio person going. Mm -hmm. So thus, you and I, Jeff, will be, along with Winnie and Rach, will be mm -hmm. the four Melbourne types who are going to end up at the Gabba this week. We, we will waltz <laughs> in the middle. We'll, we'll, we'll play Wonderwall on an acoustic guitar sitting around the pitch in the middle of the Gabba. Will India even be able to field a team? That's the other question. This is going to be fascinating. I mean, assuming that Jadeja and Vahari have to miss out. Oh, they're gone. There's no, there's no way they can play. Punt will yeah. have to play as a batsman. Punt will play as a batsman. Rudim and Saha will come in. Yeah. I mean, and Australia as well. We forget. We neglected to mention that Will Pekoski's done his shoulder. And David Warner said before play today on, on our network, he pretty much said he's not going to play next week. He said he hopefully might play. But he fully acknowledged that a fitness test before a game doesn't compare to the rigours of battle once the test match starts, which, yeah. I mean, is self-evident but I suppose they took that punt and it didn't pay off. What they did, took the, that, that punt, punt. The punt that they took to elevate punt did, though. Jeff, that's a nice place to leave it, I think. What an exciting, enthralling, thrilling and rewarding day of Test cricket. We'll be back with the India Daily from Brisbane. And other things too. We're going to be back with the weekly show. A big interview on the weekly show that will come out on Wednesday. Cannot wait for that. Recorded tomorrow, out Wednesday. Maybe out tomorrow if we get our act together. We'll um, story time's floating around. The YouTube channel's going a bloody treat. Jump on, hit the little bell button and subscribe there. You'll get to see Kizzy and Jeff and this haircut that's been taking place while we've been recording. This beautiful barbershop, Kenneth mm. Jeffries. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I can't recommend Kizzy enough, full stop. Great friend, great human being and a tremendous barber. What else is there to say? Test cricket. I assume, cricket. even though I can't see it, I assume this looks better than the one I did for myself in Hotel Quarantine. It does. Nonetheless, Test Cricket. If you like the show, patreon.com slash the final word if you want to support it. Otherwise, just keep watching, keep listening, and we'll be back with the India Daily and everything else the final word does on your podcast apps and whatnot. See you soon. Everybody wave. I had to go about it, write it out.